coming up this week. A fire at the Splitsville Construction Zone causes some excitement in downtown Disney. OSHA tells Knotts to make some changes to the Timber Mountain Log Ride. And another downtown Disney merchant is undergoing a change. Plus later, it's our hits and misses of 2017. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 729, for the week of December 10th, 2017. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary Jo Malata-Willie. Hello! Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, ho 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 there! And Tony Spatel. Hello! All right, so I am under the weather. Mary Jo's under the weather. Is everybody else good? Mostly. Okay, yeah, mostly. Great. All right. Yeah, nice. <laughs> good. Oh, Tony's great, even. Okay, good. I'm as close <laughs> to you, Tom, as I've been in a long time, and not emotionally. Since, since I'm in, in Bakersfield. My, since you were in my driveway? Yeah. Should, I'm in Bakersfield. Oh, I thought we needed to play the love theme from Titanic. Mm, right. No, no, no. I'm in Bakersfield, Tom. Right. Don't let go, Tony. Don't let go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is right. <sighs> You're even in this time zone. Nice. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yes, yes. Wait, Bakersfield is the whole this team's time on the same time. So we zone. really are from points across California mm-hmm. at this point? No, yeah. Tom isn't. No, I am. I'm home. Oh, you're yeah, back? Yeah. <laughs> see, I never pay attention to you. No, see, <laughs> well, I didn't, I she didn't, admitted I didn't, it. I didn't post anything about being back, but. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Flying, flying back and then driving back, all that. So anyway, all right. Before I cough, is there anybody that has housekeeping? Ooh, I do. Ooh, ooh. Go ahead. So Go does ahead, Nancy. <laughs> You're good, Michael. Uh, Go for it, Michael. Anyway, well, uh, you might remember a few weeks ago, Mary Jo and I talked about uh, Mouse Adventure at the museum, and Mary Jo and I are a team, aren't we, Mary Jo? Yes, we are. Yeah. We are. We are signed up for the February 4th uh, Mouse Adventure. Boy, did that sell out fast. Wow. And so if any Dizzers have signed up, let us know. You know, send us an an email message because we, uh, you know, we'll take a a group photo because we always say we're going to and we forget. But this time we will. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so we'll look forward to seeing you there. And we're going to look forward to being number one. So excellent yeah and uh i was going to mention this um previously but uh we didn't have a show last week but there's still time for this um back on december 1st craig posted a request on the dis unplugged um facebook page Mm -hmm. for connecting with Walt listeners uh to post questions for me and craig for future episodes so if uh now what it is is it's questions that we will answer on future episodes uh people have been very good about sending us um ideas for segments uh, s- some of which were uh, on segments we've already done but um that's great segment ideas but we really um are looking for questions 
that we can, you know, answer on the show. So if you have any questions for us, please, uh, specific questions, um, please submit them on the Diz Facebook page. You will have to scroll down to December 1st and then post your questions in the comment section. Uh, and then we'll have a link to that page in our show notes. Um, we're trying to get a whole lot of them because we want to do a, a few Q&A um, episodes in 2018. So we'll have a link to um, the Diz Facebook page in our show notes. That's all I have. Mm -hmm. Dear Craig, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? I know. You know what? The, the, I, I bet Craig would would spend a good five minutes answering <laughs> yes, <exactly>. that one. <laughs> all right. Before we continue, I want to say hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. Hello, friends listening live on Mixler. If you want to listen and chat live, we are on Mixler every, uh, well, almost every Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Um, that brings us to uh, the subject of our final, this is our final show for 2017. Um, we will be back, of course, in a couple weeks. Um, when is a good question, because I just looked at the calendar, and uh, the Sunday that we should be back is actually New Year's Eve, so that's not going to happen. So we'll figure out when our when our first that show could be a quite a show. <laughs> well, you know, maybe we should record that night. Um, Fifth of Hennessy. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, we'll figure out when our first show 2018 is going to be, and we'll go from there. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. want to send our our thoughts out to. Um, all the people affected by the, the Southern California wildfires that are going on right now. So, um, I think Jennifer's in the, in the chat room right now. And I think she's one of the people affected. Roz, I think our mm -hmm. friend Roz is affected. So, um, lots of people that we know are affected by those wildfires. So please, please stay safe and evacuate when they tell you to evacuate. Yep. Nothing is, nothing is that important. Nope. It's one of those things. Um, yeah. Last week I got a chance to see Candlelight. Um, I, I thought I hadn't seen Candlelight ever, but I think I have. Um, but I was. At uh, Disneyland? Yeah, at Disneyland. Oh, and, and pray tell. Who is mm -hmm. the narrator, Tom? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Thor. Uh, it was Chris Hemworth, uh -huh. Hemsworth, which was like the biggest surprise. I mean, not that it was him, but. The, the fact that they kept it a surprise yeah. up until the very last minute is, is something unusual for them. I wonder if they were trying to not, um, trying to avoid people getting so excited and, and mm -hmm. the big crowds. And I think it, it added to it, to tell you the truth. Right, right. Because then they knew it was going to be somebody big. Yeah. So. Or, yeah, people were just... Um, do you know if Sunday had more people than than um, it was, Saturday? It was. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It was ugly packed. Um, it's like I, went, I was. I was there. They had, but I went in. I went into the park like four ish. No, like between three and four during it was. It was like during the parade, the the afternoon parade, which is like three thirty. And they were already using the bypasses on both sides. Um, wow! To get people down Main Street, um, and then you know, once the parade was over, like everybody in Town Square, nobody moved. 
they all just stayed where they were so they could and they were just waiting for candlelight there mm-hmm. in front of in front of in front of the in front of city hall so yeah it was crazy trying just trying to get around in there how was he as a narrator oh no he was fine he was fine oh i can um, listen to him is, read a phone book right exactly he's got that great is it, is it, voice nice is it time for candlelight to be retired are you kidding? No. Why? That's that's almost sacrilege in the Disney Disneyland I, I, world. I know, but it's just such a logistical nightmare. It is, but well, so is Fantasmic. Well, yeah, that's true, and they do that t- two times a night every night. So, yeah, you're right. Anyway, to answer you, no, don't no. think okay. so. Okay, all right, all right. Um. Nancy, you had something. I did. So, I'm puttering through loading up. I can't remember what it was. I'm I'm puttering through today because, you know, we did that holiday decorations at home day. And um, I was puttering through and loading up my Apple Music. And if you want something, if you need to get it through Amazon or whatever, um, I noticed, you know, and I've talked about my favorite um, Dave Brubeck quartet, you know, jazz versions of Disney songs before Michael and I have compared mm-hmm. our love of it. Um, there is a legacy edition, which actually slipped by me completely. Um, it was released in 2011, believe it or not. And I, I don't hmm. know how it got past me, but instead of the usual, like, you know, less than an hour that's on the original, um, Dave Diggs Disney album, um, which you can get on Amazon for like five bucks. Well, they have a legacy edition over two hours of just wow. beautiful nonverbal Disney music. And it's only like 17 bucks for, uh, for an audio CD. It's also available huh. on auto rip on Amazon. By any chance, did you notice if they had, um, I know this is kind of off the, but the uh, Offenbach. Offenbach. Offenbach? No. Mm-hmm. Offenbach what? Offenbach. Oh, shit, I forget. It used to be the second number in the oh. Tiki room. Yeah. Where they shortened No, it. yeah, let me, t- let me um, hit it. Hit. Um, I just pulled it. I, I just yeah, pulled I it just... up to see what. What have well, they, they have all the they it? have all the mono versions from the original album, mm-hmm. and then they have, ack, boy, I'm not getting. I'm surprised my recording's going as good as it is with the delayed lag time I'm getting mm-hmm. here. They have, mm-hmm. they have yeah. a lot of alternate mm-hmm. takes, and, and then, then stereo um, versions as then, well. So it's basically yeah. a whole. Double. And they have um, and then they have a um pre. Uh, an un they have some unreleased versions like so this mm-hmm. is love it, and um. actually his version of so this is love is wonderful um and uh, of course his alice in wonderland is just amazing and you'll know his alice in wonderland when you hear it even if uh even if um you know you don't think you've heard it before um he it has one song one song, da 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 da, and um, mm-hmm. let's see. When you wish upon a star, a really great version of "Hi Ho," 
Um, like I said, so this is love. Very good advice. And a few other, you know, you can tell the generation um, this was actually written in because it's all mm -hmm. pre. Yeah. Um, pre there's no, there's no frozen. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, it's, it's up <laughs> to, um, let's see. Oh, gosh. Snow White, Alice. When You Wish Upon a Star. I don't think it goes much past. Yeah, it doesn't go. Ver it does. It, it doesn't go past Cinderella. Well, it's it's from it's from the sixties. Yeah, so it's yeah, all sixties. So past any of those. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, cool. If you want a good stocking stuffer for not very much money, that's certainly a uh, a really nice little. And it mm. um like I said, you can download it. You can whatever. If you got Apple Music, Amazon, any of them. Uh, any other house? So that's kind of cool. Cool. Any other housekeeping? The horchata fudge is still good. Is it nice? <laughs> You're still. <laughs> it's lasted bite. this long, Tony. Just took a bite. Yes. It's been all over mm. America too. Still mm -hmm. good. I'm sure. Just ate one. It's. Um. Do you guys see that the Disney Parks blog is doing the 12 days of Christmas yeah. this week? Mm -hmm. Releasing, releasing bits and pieces and more details. Um, the first day they released a look at some of the floats that are coming for Pixar Play Parade. Yeah. When it, mm -hmm. when it moves over. Um, and I don't think it's anything we didn't know yet. Uh, Luxo and the, the Pixar ball are going to be the front of the parade and there's going to be an up float and an inside out float. So, um, you can see pictures of that on the Diz, but. The only interesting thing is it looks like the, the ball is going to be rolling by itself. Kind of like BB-8. Yeah. And it, like does it look like, does it look like it's leading the parade? Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yep. Picks, yeah. Cause the, 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 the Luxo, the lamp has, says Pixar Fest across the front of it. So it's like leading the parade. So should be kind of cool, I guess. All right. Any other housekeeping? No. All right. Oh. Let's. Ha oh, sorry. Go ahead, Nancy. What? That's okay. Right. Um. No. What? About Crap. I lost my train of thought. Now that you were talking about balls and things. Oh. Um. If anybody. Speaking of Christmas music, I forgot to add this in. Um. Mm. And I'm going to walk the line here. So Sia, S-I-A, has a new album, Christmas album out. Well, one of those um, songs is going to be, there's going to be an exclusive Christmas song for um, ABC Freeform. Oh, okay. So that's cool. kind of cool. So if you're all doing the 25 days of Christmas, <coughs> which everybody around the country is. Mm -hmm. um, oh, then, yeah. The, the, pretty much, the, the right? Disney, yeah, they sent that. I had to laugh that they yeah. sent the schedule with you. Did you get a, did you get the, the show schedule, programming schedule on the, uh, in, inside your D23 magazine? Oh, right. Well, no, I think I got it at the, at the parking lot. Well, yeah. All right. Uh, let's go head over to Tony with the news. A fire erupted at Anaheim's downtown Disney and was quickly shared on social media by numerous guests. The blaze appears to have been isolated to the construction site for the upcoming Splitsville Luxury Lanes Bowling Alley. Guests at the district smelled smoke around 9.30 p.m. 
By 9.40 p.m., Disneyland Fire Department and Anaheim Fire and Rescue had responded to a 911 call regarding the fire. Anaheim Fire and Rescue Sergeant Darren Wyatt stated it was a small dumpster fire in a construction zone near downtown Disney. The fire was quickly extinguished and operations were back to normal within about 10 minutes. No guests were in danger. Although downtown Disney was evacuated during the blaze, no information is available on the extent of the damage or its cause. Uh, Sergeant Wyatt said the cause is still under investigation. That's the most excitement there's ever going to be at Splitsville. Agreed. Aww. Flames. Oh, you've not you've not seen me when I make a strike. (laughs) Fire fire bowling. (laughs) And in other yes news that things need to things need to be cleaned up. Knott's Berry Farm has been told to improve the Timber Mountain log ride after a five-year-old boy allegedly suffered a fractured eye socket last year on the attraction. Of course, now it's out. In a report recently released, the California His eye is out? His eye socket. Oh, when you said now it's out, I thought, oh Oh, gosh. Oh, sorry. I meant like the story is out because it happened last year, but the story... My bad. Sorry. And, uh, oh, yeah. That's okay. I took it the same way Michael did, and I was, what? So, Sorry. thank you. Okay. And in a report released recently, the California Division of Occupational Safety and Health says it investigated the incident and determined that a water level, level sensor did not function as intended during an inspection the following day. This is back in May. The sensor began function normally after debris was cleared. The correct water level ensures proper breaking and slowing of the logs in the runout area, the pond the logs splash into near the ride's end. The report also found that smaller riders suffered significantly more injuries on the ride, likely because of the proximity of their faces to padded or possibly insufficiently padded portions of the faux log that riders sit in. The report also noted that riders were not being given complete safety instructions as required under state regulations. California OSHA issued a number of requirements for the ride to be completed by January 29, 2018, including enhancing safety instructions with signs, videos or audio recordings, and inspecting the ride's padding, floorboards, and restraints to ensure the logs are safe and secure for smaller riders. The park is also required to evaluate water levels and develop a control system. Sherry White, Knott's communication director, said in a statement, that the amusement park takes the report seriously and will work to comply with the state's requirements. Safety is Knott's number one priority, and we are all committed to the protection of our guests. There's more. Mm, Uh, There's more. Yes, there's more. So in May, when this happened, Charles Miller, then five, was sitting on his father's lap in the rear of the log. We can discuss that in a second. When the ride suddenly decelerated after the final drop, causing the boy to hit his head, on the back of the seat in front of him, according to his family. The family said Miller fractured his eye socket, leading to vision problems and subsequent surgeries, and filed a lawsuit in August against the amusement park, alleging that a faulty sensing system failed to monitor water levels. The case is pending in Orange County Superior Court. Barry Novak, a Los Angeles-based lawyer representing the Miller family, said Knotts has known for years that the log ride's water level monitoring system is faulty. Novak previously represented another family in a similar case where a six-year-old girl allegedly broke a bone above her right eye after hitting her head on the ride. That doesn't look too good for them. The case was settled last year for a confidential sum. It's sad that little kids are getting injured because they won't make changes, he said. 
Whoops. So the divi- and Cal OSHA has logged eight alleged incidents on the ride in 2015 and 2016 from lower back pain to a head injury. So hmm. interesting. Exit not. Sell a few more boysenberries and fix the fix the ding ride. Well, and it just got rehab not horrendously long ago, as far as rehab. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like what five five years maybe at that, if that. No, not even that. When they redid all the animatronics, it's been a while. It's been a few years. So I'm interested with all the. Go ahead. Well, I'm interested that I understand that there was already a previous injury, and there's been other injuries. Injuries. I'm a little weary of was sitting on his father's lap in the rear of the log. Well, but I mean, they, there's only two spots. It's still in the lo- one behind it's, the other. Yeah. It's, it's still like, one it's, behind the other. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah. okay. Never mind. Yeah. I mean, but, the way they stopped the old Matterhorn was uh, definitely worth that kind of a jag. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never felt that kind of a jag on that log flume. I've ridden it a couple times. Yeah. All right. Uh, one last news story. This one's quick. Um, Disney Parks blog confirmed this week that D Street will be closing at the beginning of the year. So another downtown Disney uh, store bites the dust. Uh, when it reopens, it will be reimagined as a store that carries a home go- Disney-themed home goods, including products that change with the season. Last day of business for D Street is January 1st. That's I'm the, the the parks blog mentioned that oh all the stuff is available online but now that um both isn't vault- it available everywhere yeah well no but there was some unique stuff in D Street but now that the Vault Disney Vault what is it the the Vault Store and D Street are both going away yeah the Vault Twenty Eight I think it was right yeah at Vault Twenty Eight and D Street are both going away that's a lot of interesting merchandise that's mm-hmm. that's going to be gone. Now, I meant the home goods stuff. I mean, isn't Which that pretty is, much available yeah, that's, everywhere? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's all available in, 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 um, World of Disney. I mean, mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's kind of, that it sucks, actually. All right, time for rapid fires. I will go first. Uh, due to guest demand. Yes, of course. Uh, Ray-Ban wear, Wayfarer sunglasses featuring a classic black and white Mickey Mouse pattern. Uh, have returned to Sunglass Hut sponsored locations in the parks. Uh, this particular design was released about a year ago, but sold out, of course. This time around, the pattern is the same, but the sunglasses now feature new polarized gray gradient lenses. At the Disneyland Resort, the glasses are available at Sunglass Icon in downtown Disney, or the Sunglass Kiosk in front of the Corndog Castle at California Adventure. Glasses retail for $243, and no discounts will be honored. There is a limit of five of those $243 pairs of sunglasses. And for those of you thinking, dang, $243, um, while supplies last, they come with an exclusive Mickey Mouse cleaning cloth as well. So, you know. Oh, well. Yeah. Mm. Thought that, thought that, yeah, throw in that cleaning cloth. That's at least, I don't know, $4, $4 <laughs> cleaning cloth, yes. <laughs> All right. Um, you good to go, Mary Jo? Sure. Okay. 
Um, in in the tradition of announcing things way ahead of time, mm-hmm. uh, Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival will return on March second, and will the change this time though is that it's going to. Uh, be six weeks long instead of a few days. So it's going to start on March second and a last few days year- last time. It was like four oh, weeks. Oh, couple of weeks. Yeah, maybe four weeks. Yeah. But it's it's a lot longer now. Mm-hmm. It's six weeks. So it's going to go through um, April twelfth, and they're going to be bringing back their different cuisine. Um, specialty beverages and entertainment. And this is the third. Can you believe it's the third year already that they're coming back? Mm-hmm. I, it just seems like last year that we were so excited that it was coming back. Um, there's going to be more than a dozen festival market places that will feature California-inspired tastes and sips. Guests will experience presentations and demonstrations with celebrity chefs such as Robert Irvine and Alex Guarnaschelli, food and beverage tastings, winemaker dinners, beer, wine, and spirit seminars, all in addition to live music, entertainment, and special activities throughout the festival. The festival's signature events will include new experience such as the Disney Family of Wines Dinner, as well as returning favorites like Sweet Sundays and the Winemaker or Brewmaster Dinners. Another guest favorite returning to the festival is the Junior Chef <laughs> chef, chef Experience with hands-on fun led by Chef Goofy for children ages 3 to 11. Nancy, didn't Zoe partake in the Junior Chef Experience? Yeah, when she was little, yeah. She was about... Sixers, I guess that's so the first iteration of the Food and Wine Festival. And I've been to the Sweet Sundays, and I've been really disappointed that they didn't have it. I went with uh, my friend Cheryl, and we thought it was such they um, they demonstrate. You know, they have the mirror above the uh, the cooking table, was they prepare your breakfast, so you see everything that's being prepared, then you get to taste it, you get to eat it, and you have breakfast there. So I thought that was nice. That was really cool. So I would uh, tell everybody to keep an eye on the Diz because as soon as the information becomes official, Tom or one of the our other editors will make sure to post it. Yes, ma'am. No pressure now. All right. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mary Jo. We're, we're, we're going to be there Much. with our, our fingers at the uh, screens. Mm-hmm. Open, open, Refresh, open. refresh, refresh. Yeah. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, Michael. Hey, I have a couple. Well, just when you thought everything had settled down at Disneyland after the Oogie Boogie popcorn bucket incident <laughs> was gone, now at tom- the Tomorrowland popcorn cart, they now have a new popcorn bucket inspired by the AT-AT or ATAT vehicles that yep. were first seen in Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. And the Imperial Walker also comes with fully articulated legs. So you can recreate, nice. yeah, you can recreate the Battle of Hoth beneath your Christmas tree right next to your nativity set. And the cost for this bucket is $25. And there is a limit of one per transaction. But they, okay, throw, in th- a cl- they throw in a cleaning cloth. <laughs> yes. It's about time they did one per transaction. Yeah. Have you seen the lines for this? That's crazy. It's it's crazy. So twenty five dollars. Do you think now they're starting to push the envelope on popcorn bucket prices? Isn't that what the the big old Tie Fighter was too? Was it that it was much? Twenty five dollars. Yeah, they couldn't get rid of them though because now they're selling them for fifteen. But yeah. Oh really? Yeah, I remember because it, it was like a big. I'm 
I'm looking at mine right now. Yes, it is big. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So anyway, I, I've I'm already making arrangements to get mine. But be sure to bring your at at popcorn bucket to your local movie theater on December fifteenth when you see um, Star Wars: The Last Jedi to really prove you're a fan. Right. You know, bring did, this. Mm-hmm. Did anybody get the um, this year's Trader Sam's mug? Oh, the elephant? The elephants, yeah. Yes, I got one. Did you? Nice. Mm-hmm. I was looking at, how do you drink out of it? Where's the, is uh, it? The holes in, in the butt. his back. Well, it's in the back. Yeah, his spine. It's, okay. There's a hole. So, yeah, you just put in a straw. <laughs> That's just so wrong. Well, it, it, <laughs> so, so wrong. It, it's not in under his tail. It takes more than a straw to going in elephants. So, it's not, no, it's like it's, behind it's in, his head. It's not, it's not it, in his trunk. No. So anyway, but um, yes, yes, a uh, listener, okay. Ryan, um, he, he sent me one. So that nice. was very nice of him. So um, now, how many of you, is it a tradition to drive around and look at Christmas lights? It has been. We do occasionally. Yeah, we do. Well, for those of you who live in Northern California, especially the San Francisco Bay Area, okay, I have the okay. ultimate Disney house for you to see. And this is its final year. I only just found out about it. This It's called the Mickey Mouse Christmas House. This is at 417 Blackstone Drive. It's in the Marinwood section of San Rafael, California. Um, the, this, this fellow has been collecting um, Disney memorabilia for over 40 years. I thought I had a lot of stuff. He has over 10,000 pieces of Disney memorabilia in his um, in his collection, but the decorations he has on the outside of his house are astonishing. We'll, we will have a link to um, his Facebook page in our show notes, so you can watch the videos. But those of you who live in the San Francisco area, you've probably seen him showcased on uh, television. He was also in that, uh, you know that television show they do every year about the uh, the competition for um, Christmas lights? You know, the, the Holiday yes. Wars? He, he was featured in the first season of oh, that cool. a few years ago. Anyway, this is incredible. This His whole family, three generations, spent a whole month um, just putting up these these outdoor decorations. They have a tribute to Radiator Springs. Um, they uh, this is it's just incredible. And it all started with just a um, Mickey Donald and a goofy fife and drum decoration he picked up in Disneyland in, in 1976. To give you an idea of of how much is involved in this, uh, there's 17 decorators. In his family crew, they, they spend 21 full days of decorating, about 294 hours. Of, like I said, 40 years of collecting Mickey Mouse, 45 years of extensive Christmas decorating. They have 200,000 lights in the outside display and even more inside the house. They're, they, they, their garage is set up to display it's just all these Mickey Mouses. It is a sea of Mickey Mouses, and you'll see it on the Facebook page. There are a thousand Mickeys in the garage display. Um, anyway, so wow. their, their, fa- the la- family's last name is Mice. 
which somehow seems appropriate. And (laughs) so they call themselves (laughs) team mice and they do a lot of charity events. They, they have one, um, December 15th. So, uh, so you can go on the Facebook page and, and check out what that is. So Carol and I plan to go there December 16th. We're going to an event at the Walt Disney family museum. We're going to, um, we're going to stay and watch the film Walt Disney at Christmas time at the museum. Then we're going to drive over to San Rafael to see this. So, um, anyway, so maybe we'll see a few, um, of our Northern California Dizzers there, but, um, so enjoy. <laughs> Very cool. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Nancy. Boy, since Michael took like two or three of them in that, um, I'll go ahead and just do one. Thanks. (laughs) So a few shows back, um, I mentioned that there was a very large space on City Walk that didn't have any notifications up on what was actually going in it. So your crack research team did some digging. My crack research team was, you know, having a lovely day in the parks and, uh, we walked past, and it is Sephora moving in. So that sounds interesting. If you're into that I mean, sort of thing. they it's a niche that they don't have. Right. I mean, they have all kinds of other clothing stores. They have women's clothing. They have men's clothing. They have everything you need in, you know, that you might have forgotten in your suitcase. Except toiletries and cosmetics. And that, boom, there you go. Hey, I tell you, when I went to... um when we went to the Walt Disney World for the 20th anniversary, I forgot all of my makeup and toiletries. And guess what store I hit? Right. And yeah, it cost me a little bit, but I just said, I need someone who takes care of older women, please. <laughs> and just, just, just take care. And, and I got everything. So which, so, spa- yeah. which space is this in, Nancy? The one that's known it is seven. going into the one that used to have all of the California tourism stuff and the toys and the, the stuffed animals and just general okay. kitschy merchandise. Your standard typical tourist hole. Gotcha. Um, it is, it is between Wolfgang Puck and the place that makes the little donuts. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. So, which, whose name I can't remember. But yeah, it's a, pr- I mean, it was a pretty darn big storefront. Mm-hmm. And I guess there's a sock store in there. So it's between the socks and Wolfgang Puck. <laughs> I remember that sock store had a lot of go- crazy, um, yeah, a lot of crazy Hollywood shirts yeah. and tourism uh-huh. stuff. You know, nothing really Universal Studios in there, more just everything else, cartoon character merchandise. Yeah. You get Disney stuff there. Cool. So, Our- yeah. Excellent. Kind of weird. Thank you, Nancy. Tony. All right. If you have some money mm-hmm. and would like to go to the Queen Mary for chill this year, we've talked about it before last year. Um, it's open daily from 430 to 7 and starts on December 13th. You can embark on an international holiday expi- expedition at the all-new chill. Um, they're calling it the first ever ice adventure park. And based on that price, I can see why they're calling it an adventure park. Um, they're going to add some pieces this year that I don't remember there being last year. A 38,000 square foot ice adventure park featuring ice skating, their ice track, Amsterdam bumper boats, Shanghai Ooh, Speedway, a zip line, ice shuffleboard, and a two-story 140 foot long ice tubing slide, and so much more. It will celebrate the traditions of Christmas from six different regions and an exciting exploration of international fair 
and cultural celebration, dancing and live performances, Sunday night fireworks, the nightly Christmas tree lighting, and visits from Santa and Mrs. Claus. Uh, the Yuletide, let's see, what else do we... Oh, you, you can tour the entire park with a zip line that's 300 feet long. Uh, there's DJ spinning nightly and tons of fun family entertainment. The International Cuisine, where the entire family can enjoy a hodgepodge of dish, delicious, delicious dishes from around the world. Cocktails for the adults and the sweetest of sweets for the child and all of us. Explore German fare. I'm not going to read them all. China's Forbidden City has Chinese. Uh, save room for dessert and a visit to our Bavarian bakery. Make your own gingerbread house. Um, and then, of course, for the adults, because they can make some money. Uh, enjoy beers at the Twisted Pretzel and Tasting Tavern. And a full bar at their Alpine Lodge. Vodka at their ice bar. And liquid candy, in quotes, at the candy bar. And then, nice. yes, and then there's the, all the, the DJ stuff. And the price starts at $19 for kids. It looks like $29 for adults. But if you want to be able to do everything, the zip line's $14 value. So I guess you can buy them separate. $14 mm-hmm. for the zip line. Amsterdam bumper boats, $5. Shanghai Speedway, $5. Rudolph 40 Experience, 5 bucks. Shuffleboard Expedition Express, $16. Stocking Decorating, 9 You can spend 69 bucks and get everything. So there's a bunch of That's different... That's really pretty good. If you consider all the time you're going to spend there with your kids, that's pretty good. So there you go. Yeah, there's. I mean, it looks interesting. I just don't know if I'd want to spend that money, but they have a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm, huh. I'm actually sure. now half considering that. Hmm. <laughs> I, you know, it had been in the back of my head, and mm-hmm. I was like, eh, I don't know. Now that Tony's read all that, maybe, uh, maybe we're going to have to take the monsters. You should take your kids, too. Hey, I'm impressed. Over the holidays, they actually got on. My wimpy kids actually got on Harry Potter Mm. and then wrote it multiple times in a row, taking advantage of this single rider line. Let me tell (laughs) you. Yeah, we were feeling pretty ditched. We weren't ready for that yet. Uh, (laughs) All right. Thank you, Tony. Hey, Michael, uh, we have plenty of time. Did did you want to do some shopping? Sure do. Guess what, (laughs) gang? Just in time, the Van Eaton Galleries is having yet another auction. Remembering Disneyland, this is, they're going, they have nearly 800 props, souvenirs, and artifacts from the park's 60 year history. Of course, if you go through the book, you realize that a lot of it is from, um, collections of some Disney legends who passed away this past year. And it's, yeah, yeah, it's Waythel Rogers is, is one of them. and, And, um, Oh, uh, anyway, there's a few others in here. Um, anyway, it tell, anyway, but of course this tells the, the, the story of Disneyland through the memories and experiences of former cast members, um, performers and individuals that had a role in the legacy of the park. There's all kinds of cool stuff in here. Um, some, some, some great reference material. Some Tower of Terror um, stuff too, right? There's Tower of Terror things in there. There's a 1957 Haunted Mansion script. Nice. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of original props from California Adventures Tower of Terror. I, I want the Eddie there's, Murphy 
Haunted Mansion script. Do they have that? <laughs> I didn't notice that in there. Okay. But they do Why? have Guy Williams' original Zorro costume Ooh. from when he'd appear at the park. What size is uh, that? There, the, it's, uh, the, I, I don't know if they gave a size, okay. but I think you could fit in it. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. There's an uh, there's an animatronic fuzzball from um, the Captain EO attraction. <laughs> nice. And Ramore. So the, the auction is scheduled for December 16th, and there's a free exhibition of items that's going on now through December 15th. We'll have a link to the Van Eaton Gallery's website in our show notes. And, of course, as the personal auction shopper for the Diz Unplugged podcast Disneyland edition, I have hand selected so items for each of you to bid on um these items have been carefully selected to match the interests personality and disney passions <laughs> You're of it up each a of you no 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 so anyway so i'm just going through this okay so tony i'm starting with you Okay. This one. This is something you have said several times you want, you have wanted. Okay. And this is the Nick Farago postcard collection. Um, this is Ooh. the postcard collectors Nick Farago and Roger LaRoe. Um, they have, it, it is a huge collection of Disneyland and Walt Disney World postcards. And they, uh, their work provided the basis for the Nickel Tour by okay. Bruce Gordon, David yep. Mumford. And not only do you get over 800 postcards which span the first 30 years of Disneyland history, you get both the original and the second edition of the Nickel Ooh. Tour. Oh, wow. With this. Nice. Did Nick pass? Well, he certainly has passed on his uh, postcard collection. So, because um, that just—I mean, I just talked to him at D twenty-three. So, I—he had I don't a know. booth behind ours. Yeah, yeah, I know. I did. You're right. I did see that collection there. So, anyway, but yeah, this has everything. It has the the ultra rare silver banjo card from Don DeFore's Silver Banjo Restaurant. Uh, it has all kinds of things. So. What would you um what would you be willing to pay for this, Tony? What would you think this well, would be worth, is what I should say. I kinda think it's in the thousands, right? <clears throat> oh yes. I mean like I don't know, like five thousand? Probably more. Oh just oh. just add a twenty. Keep going. And that's like what the lowest they are hoping to get. Oh, twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand to thirty five thousand. But I know this is something you've really wanted. And and eight hundred postcards. So, yeah. For- um, mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> all right. Thank so you. I I will keep an eye on this too yeah, for you as you bid. Yeah, let me know when it did. gets closer to my my level. <laughs> I think that'll happen really fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mary Jo, for you. Yes. Well, I I know that how much you you like Disney history, and mm-hmm. I know how much you like to play games. So. For for the next time you play games with your family, like the Disneyland, the Disney edition of Cards Against Humanity, um, I think you can all sit around this original Club Thirty Three table. This is an original. This is from Disneyland circa nineteen sixty seven. It is an original. Um, it is an original table 
from Club 33, uh, designed by Emile Curie, who, of course, his design work can be seen in It's a Wonderful Life, Mary Poppins, and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And he, of course, decorated um, Club 33. And the table is about 48 inches in diameter, 29 inches tall. It's in very good condition. A few little dings and some scuffing in it. And that just yeah, adds character. It does. It does. Mm-hmm. And so do you think you have space for this in your home? Uh, Yes. My daughter doesn't need a bed. Okay. Perfect. I figure, you know, you can have tea when your good neighbor, Quentin Tarantino, comes over to visit. <laughs> yeah. And tell him not to screw up Star Trek um, the next time you talk to him. All right. He, okay. he might make more dings in my table, though. I might <laughs> anyway, so, so what would you be willing to pay for this? Holy cow. This is a Club 33 original. Emil Curry is a pretty, I mean, he's, I don't know if he's a legend or not, but he should be. His, he's got a window on Main Street. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I would say, I'm so bad at this. I'm going to say 100000 Oh, my goodness. Okay, then this is going to be a bargain for you. One Yay. The $2,000. How much is it? They're hoping to get between one thousand to two thousand dollars. Oh, holy cow! I could actually afford that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, all right. So I'll keep an eye on that. Oh, I should probably let you know the item numbers. That is item number four fifty one, and Tony, yours is item number one eighty one. If you'd like to make a note of that. Yes, thank you. One eighty one. Yes, yes, because the catalog you can see online. Um, okay, for you, Nancy. Well, we know how yes. much you like Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa, which debuted in 2001 and features the American craftsman style, style architecture seen in Northern California during the early 1900s. Well, you, you're in luck because, um, the next time you and Ian play, you know, Chef Andrew and the barmaid, um, <laughs> you can do it in your very own Grand Californian hotel room furniture set. So this is a set of original furniture from the Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. It was removed during the recent refurbishment we talked about. So you, you get, you know, the I co- have one of those. Mm-hmm. Things you I actually the- had, I actually had a TV armoire. Okay, well, one of the you, big ones. Well, then maybe you can sell that one on eBay um, <laughs> because you'll get the beds. You get the um, the bed would you be get nice. The, in- the queen size headboards, nightstand, game table with two chairs, couch with five pillows, entertainment center wall mirror with lamp fixture, wall mounted coat rack, two framed art prints with imagery from Bambi and Snow White. Large frame tapestry room decoration, rose pattern lighting fixture, circular lighting fixture, and even the ice bucket with the tray, large bathroom mirror, trash can vase, soap dish, bathroom tray, an unused Bambi themed shower curtain, which is what I want. Nice. And an unused Grand Californian Hotel bathrobe. Oh, not the thin waffle printy ones. Please say not the thin waffle printy ones. Well, I think if you. Oh, man, those things are horrible. Now, now, what you know? What and they don't have a. They do have a photo of it. It's very small, but I do think it is that one. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised. If you if you you're relaxing and you lay down in the bathrobe, if you're you know just chilling out, you're gonna wake up with like waffle prints all over your 
body. It's oh, there's a, there's a, a, some dings and some moisture damage at the back of the entertainment center because of the mini fridge. Yeah, but, I, I um, used to have one of those mini fridges yeah. too. Yeah. So what what do you think this would be worth? The headboards are nice. They are very nice. Yeah, two of my friends purchased uh, the headboards. Two of my friends that you guys know. Okay. I was gonna, I was gonna say, um, I got my armoire off a of resale off of the hotelier, um, you know, for only like two fifty. So I'm gonna say though that they'll probably knock it up to about ten grand. No, again, another steal, two to four thousand dollars. Wow, not yeah, bad. Not okay, bad. so this... they didn't jack it up as much as I thought. Yeah, so I, this is item. Yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, and this is um, item number seven seventeen. So just so you know, hmm. I, I guess you know, it's time to look up the old hotelier removal people again and see what they got hanging around. Yeah, well, <laughs> if they have what I've chosen for myself. That is the Grand Californian Hotel Bambi Shower Curtain. I've said for years oh, I want one of those. Yeah. And, um, and they're saying this is, it's unused, thank goodness. Um, they're saying it's two to four hundred dollars for this little baby. Jeez. But, um. Yeah, it won't go for that much. Yeah, It'll go but, for a hundred. But anyway, but I've always wanted one of those mm. for our bathroom. I love and, Bambi. Yeah. And for Tom, mm. um, I know we all know how much you like cruising. Yes. You know, you know, when you're, and you're not, you're not at home. You're, you're, you know, you're on one of the Disney ships. For you, I can't think of anything better for your mantle than a Disney fantasy cruise ship model. This Ooh. is made for Walt Disney World for 2012. It's a very rare, large model of the Disney Cruise Line ship, the Disney fantasy. These very rare models were, um, created to be given to select travel agencies to help promote Disney Cruise Packages. It comes with a wooden stand featuring a Disney Fantasy plaque. Now, now you might want to note down these measurements in case you have to, um, you know, build a, yeah. make a shelf. Yeah. Um, it's 40 inches long, six and a half inches wide, and 11 and a half inches tall. It's in very good condition, um, it says. So again, what, what do you think this would go for? Yeah, probably a few hundred dollars, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> really? More than um, that? Wow. Yeah, they're saying two to three thousand. Wow. Dollars. Yeah, that's overpriced. Yeah. So that's item seven sixty five. So um, anyway, so so those are all of the all of the items that I've selected for you. So when we uh, come back, Christmas shopping next year, I will let you know how well you've done. <laughs> Looking cool. forward to it. Yay. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. Okay, I think it's a, um, just as an FYI. I think that the if anybody's interested in the Grand Californian furniture, try WestCoastHotelLiquidation.com. Nice. Ooh. So I kind of googled up a little bit. And Do they have Bambi shower for... curtains? <laughs> probably. They're probably used though. All right. Oh, wow. Thank I you. I can spray them. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Clorox. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, everyone. For those of you listening live, stick around. We're going to talk about the year that was. That is going to do it for this segment of the Design Plug. Be sure to catch all of our other Design Plug podcasts this week. 
And of course, we will be back again with you soon. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.